Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Previously, on my dad wrote a porno. A simple lunch of distressed lettuce leaves. Distressed! <laughs> and blue cheese fish mousse. Was oh, so- God. God! That's disgusting! <laughs> Belinda nodded in agreement and thought, harness the ordinary person and you could rule the world. <laughs> what what are is you she talking, talking about? One of the girls rushed in and said, No, stop, Jamie! That's the bottom flannel! <laughs> Hi, you two. How's it going? My dad wrote a porno. We're back. James, how are you? I'm all right. A bit worried about Alice. Why? <laughs> we came in this room and there's, there's a hammer on the table. <laughs> there's like a shard of wood. Like, you know what? Like Buffy the Vampire used to have. <laughs> Are you are you the new vampire slayer? These are just my tools. I don't want to talk about it. Well, anyway, I'm just going to move that hammer away from her. <laughs> what happened in the last episode? I'm a bit lost. Two words for you. Klaus and Bloch. Oh, Klaus Bloch. Oh, my God. Of course, and Belinda turned into a Jurassic being. Oh, yeah. She turned into some kind of herbivore from olden times. Welcome to Belinda Blint. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Klaus Bloch, very much involved in the O2 women's movement of <laughs> selling pots and pans via doorways. So not just the O2 movement, because the O2, lest we forget, was just one iteration of what they do. Uh, that was just one sure, venue. that was just a showcase. Exa- exactly, no. but they're doing work every day. <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> they are knocking on doors. So do you need to be trained to be in the Pots and Pans troupe? What, the direct retail door-to-door and coffee morning organisation? Yeah, exactly, yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, the CEO and managing director, Klaus Block, would <laughs> want any lady to attend, I'm sure. So that's the name of the company? I think that's the role. So say, you know, you're a producer, James. Yeah. They'd be a direct retail door-to-door and coffee morning organisation lady. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. Ist. Imagine getting that on a business card. Well, precisely. But is Belinda one of them or is Belinda above that? Yeah, I think she's kind of on the outskirts of that. I think she's very much in the establishment of Pots and Pans. Right. This is more like a vigilante group. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) Vigilante. You know, they're taking it upon themselves. Unregulated. Exactly. They are the Robin Hood. Take a walk from the rich, give a walk to the poor. Exactly. So, do you remember the uh, title of this week's chapter? 
Do you remember that? I really don't. The chocolate fountain. (gasps) The chocolate bloody fountain. And then this came up. James and I were somewhere and somebody was talking about the mechanics of a chocolate fountain and how you have to put shed tons of oil in it to keep it liquid. Thank you. So I just regurgitated what James had said, which let's be honest, is patently bullshit. But I just took that (laughs) as fact. I hope it is a chocolate fountain and not a euphemism for... James, that's foul. Something else. (laughs) Milk, milk, lemonade. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Round the corner. I don't get the reference. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, chocolate's made. Have you never done that? What do you mean, lemonade? Wee wee. Lemonade? Well, like, yellow liquid. Chocolate? Well. Milk, milk, I can't believe you never heard milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, chocolate's made. I think we can move on. Round the corner? That's what I think. What's going on round that corner? Is that why you always say one in the pink, one in the sting? (laughs) I never say that. You say that. Why would he be saying that? There's only one pink. <laughs> no, well, quite. Does anyone stink? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Chocolate, please. <laughs> <laughs> he hates that lemonade, but he can't get enough of that chocolate. <laughs> oh, God. This we is haven't disgusting. even started the chapter. This is disgusting. I live in hope that actually Dad's chapter is a lot cleaner, a lot classier than James's private life, okay? Milk, milk, lemonade. lemonade around the, the corner, chocolate made. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's so good. Okay, should we get back into the actual world of Rocky Flintstone and Belinda Blink? Yes. Okay. Okay. Belinda Blink 3, Chapter 7, The Chocolate Fountain. <laughs> Tuesday morning started sunny and bright. I love a little weather forecast in this book. Today was Brussels. Alphonse Sturbacher, <gasps> in actual fact. No. That's an old school reference. Yes. She has had it in the diary for a while, though, so I'm not surprised we're finally getting to it. And when she puts something in the diary in pencil, <laughs> she very rarely rubs it out and puts something else and in. And Dad never forgets about it. Oh, never. She's totally got a paper diary, hasn't she? She's not, oh. she's not putting anything in an eye calendar. What celebrity calendar would she have, do you reckon? She's not a Bieber. Oh, no, like a Peter Andre. or Cher. Uh, oh, you- <laughs> Cher. <laughs> Cher. Does she still produce merchandise? No, no, no. It'd be, it'd be like a man. Probably like a firefighter's calendar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Chippendales, yeah. if they still oh, make Oh, God. Them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He was her first client and conquest on that fateful Sunday afternoon in the maze at Sir James Godwin's country home. Gotta love a catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> Previously, <laughs> He was her first... Was he the first person she had actual sex with? I think she... uh, Yeah, I think he was, you know. Because he wore that disgusting black thong. And I always think that he had a belly that went over the thong. Yeah, they were all fat, weren't they? Mm. He was a voyeur, though, no? Or we thought he was. He was a voyeur that turned into a sexual beast. Yeah. Wow, she thought. How the business had moved on from then. Oh, (laughs) I mean, she could say that again. Yeah, does moving backwards count as moving on? It's moved, maybe not in the right direction. Sitting at her desk, Belinda quickly looked at her appointments for the rest of the week. She planned to get back to London on Wednesday night, giving her all day Thursday to visit one of her managers out in the field. And Friday morning was for paperwork. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for the chapter called The Paperwork. (laughs) Out in the field. (laughs) Is that one of our RSMs? Yeah. Oh, who haven't we... 
had much of. Paddy O'Hamlin? Yeah, Paddy would be fun, wouldn't no, it? No, but she, she's saying she'll be back visiting them in the field. Like, she can't go all the way to Ireland, can she? Or Scotland. He's, he's in charge of Scotland. Of well, course. <laughs> he jumps between the two. Friday morning was, however, glee team time. <laughs> How did you know to say it in that horrible voice? (laughs) Well, they all caught up on the week's antics. I've never known that to happen before. (laughs) Officially, anyway. She rang Jim Thompson, her sales admin guy, and asked him to set up a visit with Ken Dewsbury for the Thursday. I'm so confused. This is a lot of diary admin. Okay, so Jim used to be in charge of all the RSMs. I believe he still is. Yes. I I thought he was the Mr. Fix-It. He was, slash is and he kind of oversees the yeah, RSM he's the RSM facilitator yeah okay yeah. and then Ken Dewsbury he's is he the West Country where's Ken no he's the he's Yorkshire God's oh, own country God's <laughs> own country <laughs> <laughs> so hang on Jim Thompson's asking Ken Dewsbury to check with Des Martin if he could do a meeting on Thursday is that what's happening James don't be facetious she rang Jim Thompson, her sales admin guy, and asked him to set up a visit with Ken Dewsbury for the Thursday. Okay, because so. she can't go direct to Ken, I guess. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Just get Ken's number, leave Jim out of it. Righty-ho, said Jim. I presume you'll fly to Leeds, Bradford early morning <laughs> oh, and get God. back to Heathrow late at night. Why would you fly to Leeds, Bradford? <laughs> what is Leeds, Bradford? I've flown from Leeds, Bradford. Oh, wait a sec, we all lived in Leeds. Is it called Leeds, Bradford Airport? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Leeds and Bradford are quite far <laughs> apart. Are they next to each other? It's not like five minutes. It's quite a drive in it. Is it Leeds or Bradford? Sounds like a tough day's work, Jim. But yes, that'll do the trick nicely. Oh, tell Ken to pick me up from the airport around 9.30ish and then back again to get the late oh 8 Oh my p.m. gosh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Tell Ken I don't give a shit. <laughs> Wilco, Belinda. Wilco? Wilco. Roger Wilco. Wilco. It's a saying. Wilco? Yeah. It's not a saying. It is a saying. Wilco? Yeah. Jamie, no one says Wilco. Roger Wilco. It's a thing. James, you do this every week and then you'll prove wrong on Twitter and then you have to apologise. I've never heard it. Wilco, what does that mean? Google it. Why are you getting on your bloody high horse about I'm it? I'm just defending my dad. Wilco's a very well-known saying. Then put it in context for us, you little <laughs> shit. Roger Wilco may refer to a voice procedure in two-way radio. Is that what it means? Roger Wilco, the main character in the Space Quest series of computer games. No, that's not it either. <laughs> Roger Wilco, Get Fuzzy, the brother of Rob Wilco in the comic strip Get Fuzzy. Yeah, that no. makes complete sense. <laughs> Roger Wilco, a voiceover IP application. What are you talking about? The first one. A voice procedure in two-way radio. Yeah. Oh, like like CB, like Roger that, all yeah, of that Yeah, exactly. Business. So Roger, yeah. you, you've heard of that one, Will the other don't one. Don't get like that with me. Of course I've heard of Roger that. I've not lived <laughs> under a rock for 30 years. <laughs> well, Wilco's the same. This has been the biggest waste of my time. Move on. Wilco, Belinda. Thanks, Jim. You're a star. I feel like he's not. I feel like he's got the easiest job in town. Belinda checked her bag onto the Brussels shuttle. Well, (laughs) give a change. I thought you were sat at her desk. (laughs) Oh, come on. To be fair, there's like two spaces. Okay. Belinda checked her bag onto the Brussels shuttle and walked to the departure area. But so she's done the flight and she's there. Oh, she's there. Oh, right, sure. She's in town. She's in Brussels. She's there. She's on the Brussels shuttle. (laughs) She was feeling relaxed and with a bit of luck, 
they'd have their first bottle of wine ordered by 1.30. The flight was uneventful, and Alphonse was in the arrivals hall waiting for her. They kissed. Oh. Like old established lovers. (laughs) They've met once. They've met once. And Alphonse (laughs) took her bag and her hand. (laughs) I'll take your bag and I'll take your hand. He took her hand. Maybe they've missed off luggage. And he took her hand luggage. (laughs) Wait, though, how long has it been since they last saw each other? I think about four weeks. Yeah, about a month. Okay. It was actually 1.33 on the dot as the waiter sat down the first bottle of green, crisp white wine on the table. (laughs) 1.33 on the dot. She checks a watch. (laughs) On the dot, though. You don't measure stuff by 1.33s. Also, green, crisp white wine. Green wine. That's not good. It maybe looks a bit green in the bottle, but generally when you've poured it out, it doesn't look like olive oil. Also, I'll take anything over the fish mousse from the previous chapter. Fair news. They'd ordered moule frites and a delicious chocolate dessert, which Belinda became particularly enthralled with. Oh, yeah, mm. here we go. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> I can't bear it. Alphonse, this is so good. <laughs> what is? You do business with the manufacturers? I presume they are Belge. After all, you do make the best chocolate in the world. So he does business with the chocolate manufacturer. Well, we don't know that. Let him answer. But she should know that before she's... This is classic Belinda. Yeah, do your research. Do your fucking research. At least have a little Google before you get out there. I presume they are Belge. After all, you do make the best chocolate in the world. Those shells. Those Belgian oh, shells. Oh, my goodness. They're Love the best. Those. You know those lint chocolate bunnies? Are they Belgian? Oh, Lint. Lindor from Lint. I, I, don't, think Lint, I don't think Lint is Belgian. Oh, it's just, that's Swiss, isn't Swiss, it? Swiss, yeah. Mm. Same, same. <laughs> Kinder Bueno. Is that from Belgium? <laughs> it sounds it, doesn't it? it sounds very Belgian. <laughs> Do you get Twix from Belgium? Because I love those. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bourneville from Belgium, too. Caramac. Oh, I used to love it. We used to go swimming. Um, <laughs> after going swimming, we used to go to the vending machine and get a Caramac. Caramac, though. Very strange. Not chocolate, is it? What's that? It's just caramel. But it was weird caramel, it wasn't like just caramel. But also, what do you mean it's just caramel? Because it's not caramel, is it? It's like a weird, like, beige chocolate. It was so good. I presume they are Belge. After all, you do make the best chocolate in the world. Kind words, Belinda. (laughs) And yes, funnily enough, their managing director is a very good friend of mine. I'll give her a call and see if she can get the two of us a private tour around the factory this afternoon. Oh, wonderful. Jamie just flourished his hand. Did you see that? (laughs) But now we must get to my offices to tie up the paperwork. Always got to have that paperwork. Always, do you know what I mean? (laughs) A paperwork rest for no man. (laughs) Alphonse efficiently shuffled the last of his papers, shut his briefcase looked at Belinda across the large green leather desk and confirmed the deal. Was there a space that you didn't tell us about? Yeah, why are there a desk on the other It's t- on a different page, Okay. to be fair. That can mean one of many things. So we were just at the table, right? I'm not... I feel yeah. like I'm having... Am I blacking out? What's happening? <laughs> we were just having some dessert. Are we in a time machine? What's going on? I feel like we talked about Caramax for a bit and now it's the end of the book. <laughs> it's a fast-moving novel. <laughs> I can't breathe. It's oh going God. too fast. It's really giving me heart palpitations. <laughs> it's done. Well, the deal, the book, what's done? 
7,000 units are oh. dead. Complete with your input of 20% marketing assistance. <laughs> This is very business and leadership, this chapter. So she's putting a 20% extra to like help sell them? Yeah, clearly. Is that a good deal? Like 20% she... extra what? Product? Marketing budget against the sale. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> so he's bought 7,000 units and she's given a 20% discount. No, she's putting 20% of nothing, apparently. <laughs> to help market the Well, she markets by shagging people, so she's basically put in, like, what, three nights' work? Right. Oh, I'm glad everybody involved in the deal understands what's been decided. Alice, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Guys, it's done. It's Don't go on about done. it. It's done. 7,000 plus marketing assistance. It's done. <laughs> so it's done. <laughs> so the deal is done. The deal is done. We'll stop off at your hotel to allow you to freshen up and then on to the chocolate factory. Oh, the chocolate factory. <laughs> It's like Willy Wonk. Oh my God, it's going to be like Willy Wonka, isn't it? Guys, what could the woman who owns the chocolate factory possibly be called? <laughs> oh no. Um, uh. I can't look at you in the eye. Is, is it going to be a Willy Wonka reference? Madeleine Chocolat <laughs> no. is waiting for us with much anticipation, I must add. That's got to be a nickname. That's got to be because she's like Queen of the Chocolate. She's called Madeleine Chocolat. Can't be coincidence. It's not like it's a brand name. It's not like her product is named after her. She didn't invent chocolate. She's not from the chocolate dynasty. Like Mr. Ginster being called Mr. Pasty. <laughs> oh, no. Belinda nodded attentively. 7,000 units in one hit was fantastic. She would page Tony and Jim the minute she got back to the hotel. Page. Oh, 40 minutes later saw Alphonse's red Ferrari parked outside the front gates of Madeleine Chocolat. Chocolat. Although he's now called it chocolate. Okay. So she was chocolat without the E on the end. And that's just chocolate. <laughs> the spell check has kicked in. <laughs> Madeleine Caramac. <laughs> Belinda was surprised. It didn't look like a big place. She'd expected gleaming stainless steel vats of hot runny chocolate which would flow into Easter egg moulds or chocolate bar cartons ready for sale throughout the wider world. Gosh, she's got a very, very strong imagination, hasn't she? Well, someone has, Dad. I feel like this is the thing she's had the most amount of opinion on of all the books. She's like, give me that chocolate, Jesus. I don't want to talk politics, but I will talk about the size of chocolate factories. (laughs) And those famous chocolate cartons. What? (laughs) Yeah, and Easter egg (laughs) moulds. All year round. All year round. It's Easter somewhere, Jamie. (laughs) Is that what they used to say about the British Empire? It's always Easter somewhere. (laughs) Alphonse looked at her bemused face, grinned and said... You're expecting the large stainless steel vats, right? <laughs> Don't worry, an Easter egg will come your way. <laughs> it's a very bespoke operation. Her biggest sale is chocolate fountains. Here we go. And Madeleine is the world's leader in viscous chocolate. Viscous. Viscous. The, the oily chocolate that we were talking about before. <laughs> That disgusting viscous chocolate. The magma chocolate. You, you don't sell it viscous though, do you? You can't sell liquid chocolate. Sacks and liquid sacks, yeah. <laughs> it's like tubes of foundation, James. People are like, oh, it'd be so much easier to transport if it was solid. No, no. It must be liquid upon arrival. Not liquid viscous. Viscous does. I like the use of bespoke, which suggests 
they're just doing it to order, which doesn't seem like a really big business, does it? It doesn't seem like a very good business model, full stop. No. At Madeline's house, we presume. I think what dad means is like an artisan. Right, Not okay. bespoke. <laughs> Not like, do you want a chocolate bar? I'll make you one now. <laughs> I'll cook it right. <laughs> what shape do you want? All right. I'll be with in four days. <laughs> just let me get the cocoa beans in. Belinda's heart sank. She'd been hoping for a few freebie chocolate bars to bring back to the offices. Yeah. The Glee team were big chocolate aficionados and were always looking for the next aphrodisiac. (laughs) Aficionados, that means they just scoff it. They don't know (laughs) anything about it. They have munchies, they have Yorkies, (laughs) they have caramel. Honestly, I bet Bella's a massive chocolate aficionado, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Milk, milk, lemonade, (laughs) round the back. Round the back, sweetheart. <laughs> it's not round the back, round the corner. Round the corner. <laughs> With James round the corner, yeah. No, I feel like Bella's got one of those, like, large dairy milks in her desk at all times. Oh and my she's always God, like, yeah. Just a piece. Just a piece. Just a piece. Just Nothing sadder than seeing someone in the shops and they just put a huge, monstrously sized bar of chocolate <laughs> in their trolley. She's got a monster chuck. She's got a monster chuck. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, just go line dancing. Go line dancing. What are you talking about? Pick up life drawing. It's Rocky in there. A huge <laughs> bar of chocolate. No He's one peel needs. his face off and Rocky's behind but it. But no one needs that, ever. Do something with your time. What, instead of eating a massive bar of chocolate? Yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. You know they're just going to go home and eat a whole big bar of chocolate watching Sex and the City. And that is some of my favourite Friday nights. I was going to so. say, you've been around here when I've done that, so I feel like this is a personal attack. I know what you mean, though. You know, when you've been at the airport before and you've seen someone buy <gasps> one of those Toblerones. novelty Toblerones. That's not a present. I know what you're doing with that. You're going to have a sore soft palate in two <laughs> days' time when you're trying to bite off that triangle. Anyway, they were always looking for the next aphrodisiac. A powerful, masculine-looking, blonde woman. <laughs> 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 Strode across the parking area. The parking area. <laughs> And greeted Alphonse like an old but forever discarded lover. I imagine that Brussels is quite a small pool of people in this industry particularly. So I imagine everyone shagged everyone else. Do you reckon? Yeah. It's the seat of power, isn't it, for the EU? So Mm. who knows what's going on in there? Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what's going on in there? Not us anymore. (laughs) Madeleine Darling, please meet Belinda Blumenthal. My pots and pans are playing. <laughs> well, to heat all that chocolate. Massive ah. pan. Yeah, I need a massive pan. Well, Alice, Belinda blushed. Oh, I bet she did. Oh, she's never done that before. Yeah, she blushed. It wasn't a compliment. He just said she's my pots and pans <laughs> supplier. Does she like the look of Madeline? Well, Belinda blushed. It was a horrible introduction to someone whom she was somewhat attracted to physically. A horrible introduction? It's quite a bog-standard introduction. Well, Alice... Her job really didn't do her many favours in the status league. Um, well, no, it sounds shit, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, if she'd only worked for a perfumery company from the south of France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can but dream. <laughs> then she'd have no point being there whatsoever. <laughs> and would that particularly impress a prospective lover? Oh, and what's her title? <laughs> Head of perfume at a <laughs> southern French outlet. Well, better than pots and pans, to be fair. Head of whiffs and wafts. <laughs> At a local perfumery. <laughs> That's totally what Rocky would call it. Pongs and whips. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. Belinda, adorable. You are very chic looking. Fucking hell. Your figure. I bet you don't even sniff the chocolate. What? Oh, so she looks so good, she's probably never touched a bar. She's never sniffed a Z. It's spelled Z-E. The chocolate. The chocolate. <laughs> Is this your Madeline? It's not what I expected. No. Belinda laughed, feeling instantly settled by this charming woman. (laughs) She's so charming. Sounds terrifying. (laughs) Madam Madeline, thank you so much for organising this very impromptu tour of your facilities. No problem. That's the sink. That's the desk. Bye. No, I think she means a facilities. Madeline Chocolat. Looked at Belinda carefully. Stop calling her that. I can't bear it. <laughs> Looked at Belinda carefully and thought, This one is too good to share with Alphonse. It's confusing because this is what a Z I S one fine is is I Z. This one is too good to share. And then with is just W I T H. It's quite hard to read. Yeah. Surely that should be whiz. Whiz. <laughs> this one is too good so to you're share. Not, you're not even putting it on accent. No, it's just how it's written. <laughs> this one is too good to share with Alphonse. I think we'll skip the <laughs> production and go poolside. Go poolside. There's a pool. Go poolside, yeah. There's a pool by the uh, chocolate factory. No bombing. Oh my God. There's going to be heavy petting all the way. Her mind made up, Madeline strode off, arm in arm with Belinda, leaving Alphonse scurrying along behind. We always knew he was a waste of space, though, didn't we, really? He's a bit of a loser, I think. Third wheel. Oh, yeah, he totally is going to be, isn't he? Yeah. Voyeur. Ah. I'm just intrigued to know where this pool is. A pool of chocolate. Oh, no, it's not. It is Willy Wonka. Oh. 
That's Come disgusting. with me. That would see Come with me and you see. Where the chocolate's made around the corner. <laughs> but on a bus book bars, please, it's very viscous. Oh my God. It's absurd. Up in the deserted <laughs> control room. <laughs> control room. Madeline showed Belinda her chocolate empire. <laughs> that is a euphemism. <laughs> she pointed out the various hydraulic siphons. Which, oh, thank you very much. Which contoured the chocolate into a living fluid. Oh my, oh my God, God, it's horrible. I'll never eat chocolate again. Which had made her company's name throughout the world. Has her chocolate got semen in it? Living fluid sounds like cheese. It really does. My special ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> this one's sea salt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but wait, the company is called what? Chocolate. Chocolat chocolate. Chocolat chocolate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love chocolate chocolate. Some chocolate chocolate, yeah. <laughs> Got to swim for Belgium. Do you like Cadbury's? No, I like chocolate chocolate. <laughs> oh my god, after swimming, we'd all always have a chocolate chocolate. She pointed out the various hydraulic siphons which contoured the chocolate into the living fluid which had made her company's name throughout the world. That doesn't actually make any sense. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> if you've made it this far and understood everything else. We could feed that back to Dad. <laughs> yeah, please. This little sentence here doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> she calmly pointed out the tortuous route the flowing chocolate took until it decanted effortlessly into the large swimming pool structure. Stop it. It is Willy Wonka vibes. This... Does he like Willy Wonka? Well, James, you've often said that he is a bit like Roald Dahl. Yeah. I'm so glad Rocky doesn't write children's books. <laughs> Honestly. Because Roald wrote both famously. Yeah, he did, yeah. No, Belinda. Oh, God, I'm shocked every time she speaks. Madeline said. <laughs> Ev. A-V-E. <laughs> Have you ever experienced flowing chocolate on your bare skin? No, I'm sorry. It's a health and safety. That chocolate's going to be boiling hot. Oh, yeah. No, because of the oil. Because Famously because <laughs> of the oil. <laughs> no, but I think it because of the oil, maybe it doesn't have to be as hot. Either way, it's for human consumption. I don't think they should be, like, jumping in. But you know where it's effortlessly decanted? Is that where you can swim in it and that probably won't end up in bars? Is this just for... For where she takes a lady friend? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, guys, Belinda blinked. Oh, so, drink. so something's happening. They'd both undressed in an anteroom far below the control room. What where... is an anteroom? <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? They'd both undressed in an anteroom far below the control room where Alphonse sat waiting to see the show. Are they going to do some like synchronised swimming for him? I'm like, Alphonse. Like Esther Williams shit. <laughs> Just covered in melted chocolate. He was truly a voyeur. Oh, we know. And he liked nothing better than seeing stunningly beautiful and naked women make love to one another. That's generally what voyeurs like, isn't it? <laughs> they don't just like watching people go on a bike ride or whatever. It's usually sexual. The fact that they were doing it under a chocolate fountain was an unbelievable bonus. In chocolat chocolate. <laughs> you could have told us they were under a fountain. That's the first we've heard of it. <laughs> He secretly hoped the security camera footage would appear on YouTube. <laughs> on the YouTubes. But guess how he spelt YouTube? Oh, God. Just a U. Just the letter U. U oh. space tube. 
bless him. God bless his soul. Is that what he puts in, yeah, to find YouTube? And he's he like, put YouTube.com and it's not come up. And he's like, YouTube's down. <gasps> YouTube. <laughs> Always down. <laughs> <laughs> the servers are off. <laughs> oh. He's never seen YouTube. He secretly hoped the security camera footage would appear on YouTube in the not-too-distant future. Why would it end up online? I was going to say, does it auto-upload to YouTube <laughs> at the end of the day? He'd certainly subscribe. That Is that what says. he says? Yeah. Subscribe! He wouldn't need to subscribe. He knows the terminology subscribe, but he doesn't know the actual website <laughs> yeah. address. <laughs> he doesn't know the platform, but he knows what you do on the platform. <laughs> Madeline gently led the naked Belinda up the slope... And into the pool. Glooping chocolate. Glooping! <laughs> Augustus Gloop. <gasps> the That's reference. Where, the That's where he's got it from, isn't it? Glooping chocolate covered her toes. Her toes? <laughs> <laughs> Put your toe in. Her calves. And suddenly a vagina. <gasps> oh, suddenly. Was there, was there a wave machine? Goes from toes, calves, vagina. <laughs> Head, shoulders, calves, toes and vagina. Toes and vagina. <laughs> Oh, my God. Has she got a little chocolate vag? Well, that's bespoke. That is bespoke. (laughs) Is that how they mould them? (laughs) I'll have my own vagina in milk chocolate, please. So the chocolate covered her toes, her calves, and suddenly her vagina. (laughs) Belinda put her hands into the running liquid and tasted the voluptuously velvet concoction. Rocky is getting hard for chocolate. (laughs) Fucking hell, I've never heard him so aroused. Do you think he was eating a Twix as he was doing this? What is with you and Twixes? I love a Twix, a king size. It was chocolate, but not as she knew it. (laughs) In chocolate, no one can hear you scream. It's with the weird phrases. It was chocolate. But this was round the corner. I'm just really relieved it wasn't a euphemism for anal. So whatever. You and me both, kid, I tell you. <laughs> so whatever happens from here on in, I'm, I'm over the moon about. Is that what round the corner chocolates made me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you like Belinda? This is a Cointreau flavoured variety. Oh. Cointreau. Quant- Le- liqueur. Oh, nice. Cointreau. One of my favourites. Oh, she loves it, does Madeline. Absolutely delightful for licking off the skin of a lover. Uh, can you stop rubbing yourself, please, Jamie? Jamie just literally stroked his thigh. He's still doing it. Stop it! Stop it. It does very well in Texas. Oh. And California Kisha. <laughs> Excuse me? Pardon? You know, the USA. California what? California Kisha. California Kisha. What's that? California Keisha. I'm going back to Google. Dream of California Keisha. No, but... <laughs> Dream of California Keisha. Guys. What? Doesn't exist. Oh. <laughs> That's a Google whack. <laughs> you amaze me. God bless California Keisha. Belinda swooned. The intoxicating alcohol had done its intended work. Madeline calmly caught her before she was immersed completely <gasps> in the swirling liquid. Quick, oh my god, can you imagine? How did she die? Um, <laughs> she drowned in chocolate chocolates. <laughs> Pissed off a tree. The Cointreau variety. It was huge in California, Cation. <laughs> it would be the end of chocolate chocolate, though. Oh my god, yeah. Woman found dead in chocolate chocolate. In Vato chocolate chocolate, yeah. <laughs> she laid her on the side of the chocolate fountain pool and started to gracefully lick her body. 
There's no way of doing that gracefully. <laughs> licking somebody, we've talked about this before, licking someone head to toe is A, repulsive, B, unusual, and C, very, very rarely graceful. With her legs splayed wide, Madeline was able to lick Belinda's clitoris clean. Oh, clean as a whistle! <laughs> Before starting on her somewhat large vaginal lids. Yes. Belinda's tits awoke her with the urgent <laughs> chemical signals Wake up! they'd earlier sent to her mind's eye. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh. What? What? Read it again. This might be my favourite one ever. Go on. Belinda's tits awoke her with the urgent chemical signals they'd earlier sent to her mind's eye. (laughs) What does it mean? (laughs) Why are there so many messages going to so many places? (laughs) What is a mind's eye? It's not a thing. (laughs) The doctor says your mind's eyes failed. No. (laughs) Get her a mind's eye transplant. (laughs) Step. She's got like a third eye in the middle of her head. It's Sauron-esque, isn't it? I spy with my little mind's eye something <laughs> beginning with... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she sat up slowly and touched Madeline's extended breasts. The nipples responded. Oh, good. Covered as they were in luscious chocolate, Belinda had no option but to lick them clean. She had options. She's always got options. <laughs> What a state. <laughs> Do you think Alphonse is just watching this like, Jesus, this is messier than I thought it was going to be? No, I think he's probably having a right royal time on his own, if you know what I mean. A little hand shandy. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Who says that? Where are these phrases hand being shandy dredged from? Hand shandy is worse than anything my dad's ever a written. Hand shandy. Hand, you know hand shandy, Jake. Never heard of that, actually. Hand shandy? Choking the chicken? Bashing the bishop. I've heard of shaking hands with the one-eyed milkman. No, wait. These I've heard, but hand shandy. Hand shandy never heard. Yeah, look. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Hand shandy. Five knuckle shuffle. Hand to gland combat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. A date with Mrs. Palm and her five lovely daughters. <laughs> <laughs> very Jane Austen there. I'm very confused. You always are. I know. This is all news to me. <laughs> she sat up slowly and touched Madeline's extended breasts. The nipples responded, covered as they were in luscious chocolate. Belinda had no option but to lick them clean. It was an act of deference, abeyance to the ancient gods of nipples and chocolate. (laughs) Which one was that again? Zeus. (laughs) Norse mythology there. Dionysus. Belinda felt she'd died and gone to chocolate heaven. (laughs) Not a real place. She became entranced and slowly worked her way down the naked body in front of her, slurping as she went. Slurping. She's going to be so full. She's not going to eat a dinner. Alice. What? There will be no need for any sort of dinner that <laughs> evening. Well, she, it's like she's eating one of those giant Toblerones we were talking about earlier. The aforementioned. It was a perfect dance of two newly introduced females <laughs> discovering each other. And Alphonse was thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. There you go. Told you, there was. Madeline was taking the lead. Her masculinity had demanded it of her, and Belinda was willing to defer. Do you know what I like about Rocky? And maybe he's not doing this intentionally, but he hasn't fallen into maybe classic feminine roles here. 
Yeah. Like masculinity is something that's maybe not addressed in usual pornography when exactly. you're talking about women's sexuality. And he's saying how beautiful she is and how stunning they are together, these bodies entwining and... It's all shapes and sizes, this book. I love it. Don't get me wrong. The whole thing's gross, but not because of <laughs> anything to do with masculinity or femininity. The social message is good. The writing's poor. Exactly. Always been the yeah. way. Stretched out as she was on the edge of the chocolate poolside, Belinda was enjoying the penetrating fingers of her host. Kit Kat fingers. <laughs> so it's Twixes again. Four up there at once. Bloody hell. <laughs> Her clit was now oh so wet. (laughs) Oh so? Oh so wet. She orgasmed. Once. Twice. (laughs) Thrice. (laughs) In return, she bit Madeline's (gasps) protruding nipples extremely hard. Oh man. Sounds of ecstasy emanated from the woman's lips each time she clamped harder. Clamped. Oh, good noise. The chocolate had done its worst. (laughs) That's what you want to hear during sex. Oh, God, the chocolate's done its worst. I also feel like the chocolate's probably solidified, encasing her. It's cracking all over their body. A little choco sarcophagus there. The chocolate had done its worst. Now, it was hard personal sex. (laughs) Sorry. Now it was hard personal sex which drove the two women onward and upward to sexual fulfilment. I feel like Jesus. people are going to use that phrase, personal sex. What did you get up to last night? It's a bit of hard personal sex. <laughs> Is that with yourself though? Personal. Oh, I see. Oh. No. But clearly not because they're together, but maybe Alphonse is having personal sex. He's very much having personal sex. And that's the end of the chat. What? Oh my God. God, are you for real? I mean, I'll never watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory ever the same again. <laughs> I, I feel a bit queasy, like I've consumed a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Alphonse must be gutted. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to get a night yeah. with Belinda. We'll do the deal and then we'll go and have sex. And Suddenly Madeline comes on the yeah. scene. But wait, this Literally. is his preferred method. He prefers to watch, so he's fine. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like maybe he'd want a little bit of titillation, like maybe a hand job or well, you know, job or other jobs. He's very business minded. <laughs> well, maybe he'll get his in the next. What's the next chapter called? Is it? Is he going to get some there? <laughs> what? what chapter eight is yeah. called a fucking good time? Oh, oh, and I'm sure it will be good old fashioned fucking good time. That's what it is. Okay? <laughs> Can we make everybody promise that they're going to buy a Caramac for next week's episode? <laughs> what, eat a Caramac to next week's episode? Yeah. Or throw one up, depending on what oh the Oh my God, yeah. Is. Everyone, like, send us pictures of them with a Caramac. Should we get them in? <laughs> if you're in another country, just the closest thing you can find, I think. Ca- something caramelly. Yeah. That's essentially what it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it was. It was a caramel-flavoured chocolate-like bar. Anyway, get in touch with your Caramacs. Tag us on Instagram at... My Dad Wrote Her. Tweet us, Dad Wrote a Porno, and we're on Facebook. Just search for My Dad Wrote a Porno. If you're a writer like Rocky and you prefer prose, then send us an email at mydadwroteaporno at gmail.com. And you can buy Belinda Blink 3, the ebook via all reputable and non-reputable mm-hmm. online stores. So we'll be back on Thursday for our next Footnotes episode. And then Monday for a fucking good time. Hurrah! <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 